This podcast is proudly brought to you by Infinity Media, incubating innovative businesses in the media industry. Hi, I'm Gordon Muller. I'm the guru in the Doc and Guru podcast. Thanks for being with us. For those of you who don't know me, I've spent over 40 years in the media industry in South Africa and uh, pretty much made it my home, my life, my passion. I have other passions, unfortunately, for my sins. I'm an Arsenal supporter and a Shark supporter, so we're going to do pretty much everything on the show as it pertains to media, marketing and money, but we don't take jokes about Arsenal or the Sharks. I'm Doug Mateus, uh, the doc on the show. Uh, and again, for those of you who don't know me, I've uh, spent 30 years in, in uh, various companies in South Africa uh, running uh, different marketing functions. And the last job I had, I was privileged in, uh, enough to work with a team that took uh, the brand to the fastest growing brand in South Africa in 2018 with a 47% year-on-year growth. So that was a, a great achievement uh, for the team and, and, and I'm really proud of that. Uh, from a personal point of view, I do a little bit of cycling uh, and also snow skiing. So we quite enjoy that. But again, uh, today's discussion is around all things marketing and media. Yep, that's right, Doc. All things marketing and media. No subject too big, no topic too small, no subject too hot to handle. Please get in touch with us on our Facebook page, follow us, like us, whatever it takes. We would love you to be involved with the show and uh, we really want to make it as inclusive and as energetic as I know this industry is capable of. Welcome to part one of News and the Joy of Writing, a conversation with Heather Robertson. In this episode of the Doc and Guru podcast, we chat with veteran journalist and editor of Daily Maverick 168 about the road increasingly less traveled by journalists and advertisers alike, the world of news and newspapers in a digital landscape. Well, welcome to all the listeners again this week. It's Doc and Guru podcast time and uh the guru is flying solo on this one because the doc is scarving off in Cape Town again and having a good time. So, doc, hope you uh, hope you're not feeling too guilty. And of course, as is always the case, being an Arsenal supporter show, we will not uh, lower standards and and poke fun at people like Manchester United and Liverpool who are just dropping points all over. We're way above that sort of thing, and I definitely can't do it uh, today because our guest today is the editor of Daily Maverick 168, DM 168, Heather Robertson, and she frowns upon frivolous treatment of news. So, Heather, welcome. <laughs> Great to have you here. I'm hugely intimidated <laughs> looking at your, your track record in journalism that I should be interviewing you. So I, I almost feel like I should sit quietly and you can ask the questions. But welcome and thanks for making the time. Oh, Great to be here. It's. Uh, I'm looking at your, and I, I'm making light of it, but I mean your 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 track record in journalism speaks for itself. Uh, editor of the Herald, Weekend Post, uh, deputy editor of the Sunday Times. You've edited uh, yeah, magazines, L Magazine. I mean, it's it's just a long-standing, am I allowed to say, 30-year uh, track record of performance in the in 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 this sector. I think our, our listeners would be really interested to hear a little bit about that journal and because uh, that journey, because I'm sure a lot of that covered the uh, struggle politics, protest politics, mm. and now 
we've gone from that to building the nation. So <laughs> handing over to Heather, let the professionals take over. Fixing the broken nation. <laughs> um, yeah, I started off. I started off as a journalist in the in the eighties. Uh, I was st- I was starting to be a teacher <laughs> at uh, UCT, and um, but I always wanted to be a journalist. And uh, an opportunity came around through the struggles. The, uh, a, f- a friend of mine in the, who was a communicator in the UDF uh, uh, spoke to me about this new newspaper that was starting. I said, oh, wow, it's an opportunity for me to actually get some skin in the game. And that was South Newspaper. Um, which was sponsored by the uh, Nordic countries and anti- started off an anti-apartheid newspaper. The coolest thing about it, it was, it was that um, started something totally new. Um, I was the arts and culture editor, and at that stage in Cape Town, um, hip-hop was really flourishing, and, and, and I got a chance. And the mainstream weren't really even thinking about hip-hop. Uh, so I, yeah, I started writing. I, I went to record bars, recruited journalists like Karen Rutter, who was selling records in a record. Oh my goodness, it was no. it was fantastic. Um, so I started this really cool young team of people, and we took uh, yeah to culture very seriously. There was the ink conscription campaign, massive uh, protest concerts, uh, and this yeah, South South uh, we called it Southside, the arts and mm, culture mm. section, reflected this reflected this movement, uh, this 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 counter cultural movement that wasn't just and, and whereas the serious journalists obviously you know dealt with the hardcore uh, harassment abuse detention murder mayhem that happened yeah, under apartheid yeah. we we I, I, yeah, we we actually recorded the the youth mm. we, we were mm. young mm. at that time so that so that was my yeah that was my baptism of fire into journalism um and the other great thing was that apple had just started around there so while everyone else was working on really clunky equipment we actually grooved on 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 the first uh, IMAX um, and yeah so 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 got straight into I didn't have to do typewriters or anything like that. oh my goodness so we got okay. straight into designing <laughs> online and yeah um, so, yeah so that was the, that was the beginning and and then uh, Ken Owen um, had read my stuff in in South and he used the editor of this obviously the Sunday time the time and he came to Cape Town and invited me to go for a walk on the beach Sea uh, point side, I did, and he told me, you know, when he's going to retire, which is exactly when he did retire, and how he's going to like climb Everest and all. But I uh, wouldn't like to join the Sunday Times. I said, okay, cool. So I left Cape Town and and then we and joined the Sunday Times, which was like one of the most uh, tough, the toughest periods of journalists because then it was um, I was sent to cover the Boy Patong massacre, and that was mm, like really harsh. horrible, harsh yep. bodies on the floor. Yep. Yep. Um, and he also kept on sending me. To, his wife was a lawyer, and he, I mean, everyone was like very nervous about being assigned uh, his wife's stories because he had to be very meticulous. And then I was like, the young kid on the block and sends me off to <laughs> to um, to Le Boerhome. I mean, this interesting thing about corruption because it was massive corruption under apartheid. And like, so he sent me to uncover this with um, my friend, was like now Pastor Herbert Mabuse, a photographer. Massive, massive, massive corruption, stolen cars, all sorts of nonsense. So, I mean, having investigated that stuff and covered that stuff then, and this was like 92, um, makes me realize where we are now. Because I mean, the new government basically was an assimilation of all mm-hmm. the shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and all the corruption, I mean, all the 
that, that existed in the in all those various um, apartheid you know structures, including all the home and government. It was just it's all amalgamated into one thing, and so I think we inherited we inherited a disease that's like really choking us, obviously now. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's the, so that's okay. and and then um, I I constantly vacillated between. I'm I'm a I'm a poet, so I've always I've vacillated between doing the serious stuff and then and 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 being more creative. So I've always moved between newspapers and magazines, newspapers and magazines. <laughs> it's like when like when we and I love launching, I love starting new things. It's like I'm addicted to it. So um, I was invited by John Coelani to 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 start Tribute Magazine all over again, and I was a features editor there. Um, and there was a really nice, young, vibrant team. Um, worked with Patty McDonald, who uh, was a designer at South, and yes, yes. moved on. I mean, she actually was responsible for designing our coat of arms. She worked at GCS. And she was, she was I do remember good. her back yeah. in those days. Yeah, yeah being part of that. She redesigned well. the Sowetan as well. Yeah. So yeah, so we've kind of we've worked from South to Tribute, um, Sunday Times, uh, L Magazine as well. Because she she was the the, the art director there. Um, yeah, so so again, uh, Shona Bagley was the editor of of L and invited me to say, like, come on, you know, I, I was I, I also in, I freelance quite a bit in between. <laughs> uh, I, I yeah, we we'll call it a side hustle these days. Was, yeah. it was just called it was, <laughs> freelance was the overarching yeah, phrase. Yeah, uh, yeah. So uh, I mean, I worked at the Johannesburg Arts, which was a fantastic time. That's early nineties. The at the, uh, the Johannesburg Arts Festival, and and the and you know when they had the Biennale, had all mm-hmm. this amazing artists coming from all over the world, spectacular work. Um, so I did some, um, I d- yeah, produced the the publication it was a tabloid um, publication that was inserted into the Mail and Guardian, and did the yeah PR for them when I. Yeah. During, during my, one of my side hustle interim phases between <laughs> between jobs, um, and then and when I was there, Shona Bagley had asked me to. to I was like, oh God, I'm not. I mean, you know, like I love the odds, but I'm just not a fashionista at all. She's no, but I want you. I want. That's how I want you. I want you to like create like good journalism, do good good features, and 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 we'll mix it up with the fashion and. The, so it was quite a team. It was Dion Chang was now you know, mm-hmm. um, Cassie Naidu who I called on to who was the. For, well-known art director and advertising agency. So she was she, she was a, a deputy art director to Patty McDonald. Um, yeah, uh, Brendan Cooper was like we went on to to edit quite a few the men's magazines as well, and we had a lot of fun. Um, yeah. I mean that magazine. I mean it's never actually it's never sold as much mm-hmm. as it did when we in in those first few years because it was that mixture of of like tapping into where we were as a society. And and then sort of playing into the aspirational, you know, fashionist yeah. uh, uh, stuff, and we, and and also being, uh, you know, taking the piss as well as you know, being serious. And is that sort of well, that that that's something which which I think is increasingly problematic. You know, we we <clears throat> you know I'm taking no stance on on work behaviour, but I certainly have a view that you know. Work behavior, generally speaking, doesn't invite you to take the piss out of anybody about anything at all. Um, <laughs> I, I would have thought a liberated thought process would open up the narrative about yeah. taking the piss. But I mean, uh, that's a, a, an aside. But I think what's interesting in listening to you is we, we've got to remember that, you know, we're talking Sunday Times. Back in those days, yeah. Sunday Times had a circulation of 500,000. Yes. I think, you know, we, five, there was almost biggest, 600. It was almost 600. Well, almost that was, yeah. So I'd left, God, uh, after Al, I went to Sunday yeah. World because I wanted to get back into the new. Yeah. I was start, it was a new newspaper. Sunday World wasn't the, it wasn't the, 
okay, it wasn't the sensational sort of uh, celebrity. Mm. It wasn't Schwarzschwi. I mean, that it was, was, no, it was the Sweden. So it was actually no. a broadsheet. Yeah, so, um, yeah. And then that's where I met Mondi Makanya, who eventually I was deputy to at, at Sunday World. Mm. And gained great respect for him there, Fred Kumalo. Mm. It was a fantastic team. Again, I've, 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 and that's, that's the amazing thing about this career is the people that I've met and worked yeah. with. Um, Lucas Ledwaba, who I still work with now, I've managed to. I mean, he used to. And that's the thing. Is he used to write this fantastic. Um, a uh, uh, satirical newsletter every single week uh, taking the piss out of all of us mm. <laughs> and we would email it to all yeah. of us and then I, I've actually I've, I've just reminded him of that now because now he's actually set up Mukurukuru Media he runs his own little media outfit in Limpopo so I said Lucas remember when you were, when you were Mr. Styles and you used to make, kill us you know every single week like after deadline I said yeah yeah I don't think I've got I, said, I bet you still got it so now he writes a monthly column which Wonderful. this week in Daily Maverick was um, our our um, um, our social media and analytics yes. uh, editor, Alejandro, uh, said, like, actually had the biggest hits on the website. Well, that, that's let's talk about that now because I mean, at, this is where you are right now. And what intrigues me again is that you, you know you you were obviously preparing yourself and getting ahead of the curve because you you went back to your alma mater, I think, and did your did your masters there in in digital in in a digital yeah. media. Uh, master's degree, which, yeah. which obviously. So, did you see it coming? You know, what what were the oh, signs? Were you just touch, studying no, global no. trends, or I mean, um, okay. So, I was in the thick of it. Uh, started at the Sunday Times. Um, I was I was put in charge of of <laughs> moving dinosaurs onto onto online, and it started it started off in a fun way. Um, um, so, when I left Sunday World, I joined the Sunday Times, and um, I joined Stephen Hoare and and Andrew Unsworth in what was called the Sunday Times Explorer Project, sponsored by, I mean, to talk about sponsorship, sponsored by Toyota, um, and 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 um, uh, SA, what's it, the, the SA Tourism Board? Yes, Sato in those days. Sato in those yeah. days, yeah. Uh, and and what we had done, it was an amazing exercise. One in you know, oh, do, the context of the time. Also, remember there was there was all those um, um, investigations into into uh, remember the Bob Pichana's investigation mm-hmm. into racism in the media. So it was a great exercise in actually getting people to know each other. Mm-hmm. What we did is like there was this great Toyota Land Cruiser, and it would be. Um, one of the editors was either me, Stephen, or, or Andrew, and we'd lead a trip. We'd, it, it was very well researched. We'd carve a, a, a journey from one part of, um, started off at the cradle of humankind, and yep. then we did the entire the entire country. And we'd all do a week stretch at the time, but the it, it, every two journalists from the team would go with, and a photographer would go with 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 one of us, and we'd we'd go for three months at a time, and they and we'd swap, we'd rotate journalists, and they'd write. And, and and how this connects to online is that we we got them everybody into the habit. So we would write a daily diary, and the journalist would do. We'd go like um, bar of the day, most uh, I mean like interesting character of the day. This would, we would report the country as we traveled it in a very you know like absolute like explorer explorer kind of way. Mm. Um, and and it was and 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 so that. To, to get the journalists into the habit of, you know, hey, we've got to do this. This was in 2000. Mm. We've got to actually, we, you know, this, 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 this internet exists. You know, we've got to actually, some people as we kicked and scream, and then at the end of it, we would write sort of long-form journalists in the lifestyle section of the, of, of the yeah, Sunday yeah. Times. 
whether it's historical or interview with interesting characters or yeah. So 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 that so that that project after that project I was asked to to work with the team to try and get um, <laughs> the journalists to understand that they need to actually write both for the newspaper and online. I mean, like it's like I mean, young journalists now that oh my. God, I mean, do they even have to? They and people fought tooth and nail about mm-hmm. it. So we're mm-hmm. not being paid to do more. Um, uh, yeah, so it's a, it was a, it's a massive and conflict. I mean, like Mondley and I would would do this. We do we do a podcast to actually we we chat about what was going to be in the paper the night before the paper came out. Um, yeah, so it was it was so, so I saw it coming, and then when I went to the Herald. Um, I looked at the numbers, started off there. I looked at the numbers and I thought, okay, the printer's going down. Whatever I do, the printer's going down. There are a couple of things I needed to fix. And one was that the newspaper wasn't talking to the black middle class yeah. at all. It was very sort of English. I mean, I mean, you, so the, okay, so something needs to happen. So I called in, helped uh, um, 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 Lynette Benjamin. Was, was yes, I remember working. Lynette, yeah. yes, yes, and, indeed. And, yeah. Sorry, and... Um, who was the deputy? He, he came and helped me. Sorry, I forget his no, name. No, don't worry about names. You're, 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 a, really you're in good company here. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I can't remember yeah, anyway, all the time if it's so, Monday or Moscow. So I asked them to 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 have, look, look, give me the market research. Who am yes. I serving in? Because I'm, yeah. I've worked in a national, in national for so long, I've never actually ever been to then Port Elizabeth, which is what it was yeah. called, not Kabecha. Um, let me understand, who am I going to be dealing with? What are the interests? So so my challenge was, okay, so what they showed me was massive, massive black leadership, mm. but we were, they weren't buying the Yeah, They were actually buying the Sunday Times and City Press. So, so, so how do we leverage all of this? How do we? So um, so we did this research. Um, stat, we, we looked at people who actually bought the paper, spoke to them, interviewed them, went into the township. And, and, so, and then came up with themes. Um, that people were interested in that weren't actually being covered. Mm-hmm. Um, also did something else there, which was, which has realized that the newspaper was like, it was almost like it was an ivory tower. It wasn't connected to the people who were reading it at all. Was, they were being talked down to. So um, I worked with the University of, of um, the Nelson Mandela University, and they had an uh, organization called, an organization, department, uh, institute called CANRAD, uh, the Center Against um the Center for Democracy and Against Racism, and and we partnered, and they paid for us to go into the communities, hired community halls, had mass mm, speakers, mm. and we'd have these dialogues, community dialogue, which we videoed and put online, um, on the yeah, uh, yeah, on the Herald yeah. website. Um, so 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 a lot of exercises. So we managed to settle the circulation, bring in. I mean, the readership did change, yes. and and then and then it was unbelievable. Circulation did increase, but I did notice. That simultaneously the web was actually growing, but the web audience, for, for, because a lot of people leave PE to work yeah. elsewhere, was outside the country. So kept, so we started publishing whatever was was in the paper online. And then um, my brother, who was a publisher, went closed down the website. Oh, these websites aren't making money. Just close them. <laughs> and I was going like, fuck Mark, no, no. You've been outed, but no, 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 no. It was I, I was fought tooth. I mean, you cannot kill a website. I mean, this is like, it's serving people. The paper serves people living in the city, but this is, I mean, so there's all this thinking about like, so, so anyway, Fort One um, managed to work, get the team in to work with me in the, you know, the, the management of the team. Mm. And I had a really great mm. relationship with, um, 
with the with the woman in charge of of of, of the advertising department, worked together, found a local web uh, provider, built a set website, kept going, and then um, same thing with Facebook. Um, there was an amazing young woman who travelled Africa and came back and just knocked on my door at the Herald and said, and then, uh, um, "Her name was Dorette." She said, "Like, um, I, I think I, I, I think I can help you. You know, I can see what you're doing. I really like what you're doing with the building the community and the readership." I think you need a better, better presence. I said, I do need a better presence. Mm. We do mm. need to grow. Mm. We, we, mm. And, and mm. we can move to Facebook from like 10,000 to like 1.5 million and growing and, and the website. So, yeah. so being in the thick of that, yeah. realizing where it was going and that, and that, I mean, I, I don't, I, journalism for me is, okay, it's a service. It's a service to, um, not just the people who can afford to buy, but it is a service to the public in it's, a it's variety of different that, ways. Yeah. In a variety of different ways, and it's an essential service. It's essential service for and, me. It's it's, and it's, I see it's it the pillar service, of democracy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. because and it, it is it also, but but it's more than this. I think what happens with journalism is we 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 kind of just we 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 trying to trap it only into the watchdog role of mm, democracy, mm, mm. but there's a lot of else. Lot more than that, and and that's why I said I, I really want to I want to get a grips with with this because I saw I saw the challenges with newspapers and owners wanting to to um, okay retrenching journalists who are the pillars of making this thing work yeah. you know constantly we be in like every year you've got to cut down the stuff I mean it's soul destroying. Because yeah. you're trying to build and create something to serve a community of readers, and it's working, and then you get told, cut, 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 because we're not making enough you know, money yeah. out of it. Um, so, yeah, so, so that's why I wanted to actually, I said, look, we are going digital, and yeah. I want to understand globally. And uh, Professor Harry Dugmore had just, uh, in, he, he was experimenting at Rhodes and, and in a, a master's in, mm. in digital mm. journalism. And um, he uh, well, we put the word out. So twelve of us who were actually all professional journalists and editors applied. So it was really amazing. So you had a nice peer group as well, because that, I mean a, that's the joy of learning is, that is, was is peer exchange, isn't it? Gus Silber was with me. Yeah, oh wow. Uh, uh, Sheena Adams, who was then deputy editor of Destiny. Um, yeah. Um, so you Andre can Chos, teach. was the editor of graphics uh, at News Twenty Four. Yes. It was an amazing group of people and. Um, Michael Sol's Riedel was like because it was a real, mm. real online guru. So it was like mm. group, but younger, older, and we like we, we we were put into we had working groups. Mm. We mm. we we worked on projects together. We worked and we did. I mean, before long before COVID and distance working, we worked yeah. online. Yeah, um, because obviously we had full time jobs and so it was a, it was a fantastic learning. Experience, but also it got me. And then I'd left the Herald. Uh, it, it got me. It gave me that time to just. To reflect on yeah. what what was I actually doing in this journalism mm. thing? What, mm. what, what was it for? What was its purpose? Um, um, what was going wrong um, in, in journalism? And I think um, I think owners who are disconnected from the actual service role yeah. um, who, who kind of, and also who I think owners who kind of like they hang on to a particular model, like newspapers, for example. Yeah. Like hold because it is a cash cow and it made I mean like the Sunday Times five five hundred thousand. My God, why why would you ever want to, to do yeah. something online? Yeah. Uh, not being forward thinking enough to realise yeah. that actually, you know, 
I mean, this little gadget, this no, smartphone, you know, changed the, the smartphone everything. smartphone changed everything. And I think, you know, I mean, you've raised so many points there which are, are worth addressing. So, f- you know, for me, one, one of the key points is, uh, is the joy of writing. So uh, you made the observation, you know, I, I said pillar of democracy, and I, and I think it's a crucial role. Um, and, you know, talking back in those days of 500,000 circulations and things like that, was also the days where you had the, you know, and we talked about it last week with Stan Katz, redacted front pages, you know, yes. whole whole stories were redacted. I mean, yes. that, that's the, that's the yes. alternative uh, sort of lens, you know, sort of post-apocalyptic, yep. or, you know, kind of thing. But the joy of writing for me is something, and we, I want to just talk a bit about the Daily Maverick one six eight because we had uh, uh, Stilly Harulambos uh, on you know, a year or two ago when you just got starting, and for me, um, there's a ritual uh, that Susie White knows about. Susie, the ad manager, I, I go for a and walk. And my every, publisher, She's and the your publisher, and the yeah. publisher. Yeah. So I, I walk down to the pick and pay every day, and I, I get my was then my free copy, and I walk back and. I rediscovered the joy of reading a weekly newspaper over a couple of days. Two questions. One, is, is there a difference between writing for a newspaper, uh, the printed edition, versus online? Do you have more time to express uh, the joy of writing? And so that was another episode of The Doc and the Guru. Please don't uh, forget to get a hold of us on Facebook, like us, follow us. Uh, subscribe to the podcast and then from my side you can get hold of me on LinkedIn Dr. Doug Mataz I'm uh, very active and very keen to hear about your views uh, and certainly will respond and hopefully we can bring that into the show Thanks Doc and it's uh, Gordon Miller the Guru signing off thank you for being with us and listening into this podcast today you can pick up the discussion with me on my Twitter handle at Mzanzi Media And I'd love to engage with you on any of the issues that we've taken on in the show. And take us at our word. This is really going to be an open forum. There are no subjects that are taboo. And we'd love to have some of the younger, more under-listened, if that's the correct phrase, uh, voices to join us uh, in this discussion. Thanks for your time. The Dark and the Guru, proudly brought to you by Infinity Media, incubating innovative businesses in the media industry.